This is Ryan Elliott from Boxing Social in association with Betfresh. We've just concluded Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury 2. Stunning performance by Tyson Fury. Regis Brogray, thank you for joining me. Talk to me about what you just saw there. Uh, I mean, I saw something special tonight. You know, this is, um, I think this is definitely going to be one of the fight for the ages. Uh, a historical fight. Um, like I said, I was, I'm a fan. I was a fan tonight. And, and Tyson Fury, he definitely shocked me for sure because I was definitely rolling with um, Deontay Wilder on this fight. Tyson had made his intentions clear from before the fight. A lot of people were trying to work out whether he was sort of bluffing or not as to whether he would come forward. But from the first bell, he did yeah. exactly what he said he was going he to did do. It. Right. We saw that Kronk influence tonight. How much credit should Sugar Hill get for that performance as well? I mean, I think he should get you know tremendous credit, you know, because you know that if that's he basically if they told him that's the game plan, he went out there, he executed, he went out there, and knocked them out. He, I mean, he shocked, he shocked the world. Mm -hmm. With Tyson Fury, it seems like we always talk about that Klitschko performance, but do you think that's the greatest heavyweight? performance of this era with those two yeah talk about i mean i can't i, I don't know about greatest heavyweight it, it's just a shocker you know it's definitely it's, it's like a huge shocker man um uh, it, it could it potentially it could be of this era right now this is a you know it was great it was definitely great now Regis, Deontay Wilder will have 30 days to exercise his right to a trilogy. If you were him, would you take it immediately after what we just saw? No, definitely not. I think he's, I actually think he's hurt, you know, um, his ear was bleeding. I mean, his eardrum has been busted. That actually happened to me in sparring before, so I know how it feels. It knocks your, um, it knocks off your equilibrium. So, I don't think he should. I think, you know, for me, I would think that he should probably be out close, out the ring close in the year. Let him heal up. Um, you know, because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to be hurt in basically forever, basically. Electric in here this evening. Where does that rank among the atmospheres you've experienced? The Brits came over and made plenty of noise. They always do. Y'all always do, man. You know what I, like, I, I fought out there, so I know how it is, man. Y'all always, you know, y'all always give big support every time. Um, the Brits, and that's why I always want to fight in over in England, because I know how it is. You know, y'all just, y'all come out and support. The crowd was an England crowd, basically. You know, where I, I, I um, same thing happened with um, Anthony Joshua when he yeah. fought Ruiz the first time, and it was in Madison Square. That was yeah, Madison Square Garden, and it was like the Brits took over. So, same thing, man. I know the Brits. They come out and they, you know, they they go they gonna show out. They gonna show support for sure for their fighters. You mentioned the Anthony Joshua fight there. You fought in the UK. You know what it's like. How monumental a fight is that undisputed fight? Oh, now? they gotta have it over there. You know, you definitely should have it over there. You know, um, it'll probably be hundred thousand people, probably even more. Than that. Mm. Regis, final question from me. I appreciate you, busy man in a hurry. Yeah. Looks like you're going to be facing Maurice Hooker. We're waiting official news. Can tell us anything like. about that? Um, I mean, you know the same thing. I know that's what it's looking like. It's looking like it's going to be Maurice Hooker. I think April 17th. Um, at I think in DC. At um, so. We just waiting, waiting to finalize the um, contracts, and that's it. So that's what it's looking like. Regis, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure as always. We'll see you very soon. Thank you, man. No problem. Absolutely incredible scenes. Tyson Fury, the new WBC heavyweight champion of the world. As you can see, Sky Sports head of boxing development, Adam Smith, was here watching that in the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Adam, what an incredible performance. Astonishing, sensational, one of the great performances from a British fighter uh, in many, many years. And we said that when he beat Klitschko in Germany. Um, yeah, look, he was, he was sensational. I mean, he promised that he'd come in and that he would uh, he would take the fight to Deontay Wilder. He did just that. He mixed up skills with strength and his size was perfect. 
Um, yeah, I mean, look, to have him down a couple of times, uh, the ear was a problem for a while, the equilibrium went. Um, he was just generally taken apart, you know, round after round. And um, even when I think he landed a couple of rights in the second round, they had no real effect and his power was waning. I think that the towel came at exactly the right time. I was actually, I was actually sat up in the crowd tonight and uh, the people around me were saying, look, why don't they think about pulling him out? you know, at the end of the sixth round. So um, no problem with, with the time of the stoppage. I thought Fury was magnificent. Um, he did everything he said he'd do. And, uh, and hats off as well to, um, to the team, to Sugar Hill, to, uh, to Andy Lee, and, and, and obviously Ben Davison, who's had a huge uh, impact in all of this the last couple of years. But it's one of the great comeback stories. Um, I, I'm still astonished at how it happened. I thought it would be Fury on points or Wilder by KO, but... The way it happened, I think everybody is still stunned here at the MGM Grand. Let's talk a bit about that comeback story. We spoke in the build-up. It would be one of the most miraculous, given everything that Tyson Fury's been through. And now, tonight, here, he's done it. Well, people keep writing him off, don't they? I mean, we, we almost wrote him off before he fought Klitschko in Germany. Again, when he came back to fight Deontay for the first time, he didn't get the decision. Still, he comes back again. He's the slight underdog, underdog going into this one. You know, people think Wilder by knockout. And even the, the Fury fans, so many of them here, were all saying up there, you know, well, if he gets hit, what happens? And you know what? He, he, was, he was brilliant. And... Uh, you know, he, he came in, the entrance was, we were saying off camera, the entrance was one of the, the great entrances. I'm, I'm sure Todd DeBerf came up with that. I don't know. I think he's done a couple of them for Tyson over here. And it was a phenomenal entrance, came in as the king. And now, obviously, all the talk is of what will be surely the biggest fight, certainly, you know, for, for British heavyweights and maybe of all time with uh, Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Now, all the belts belong to Britain. All the belts belong to British heavyweight boxing. It's incredible. It's a fantastic story. And, uh, and I hope now we can get the, uh, the Joshua Fury fight made because um, we need to know. Well, our viewers aren't stupid, Alan. The fact <laughs> you're here suggests something might be afoot. Any phone calls yet? There, there has been. Uh, there has, the, the phone has been pretty hot since um, since the, the fight was called off. Um, yeah, I mean, look, there's a there's there's a lot of things to consider. Uh, talk of a third fight between um, Wilder and Fury, and I think there is a, a clause if Wilder wants to evoke that. He's got, I think, 30 days. A little bit like uh, AJ had with the Ruiz fight, and he he took the rematch. So that's a possibility. Um, you know, will he want time out though, Deontay? And how would he come to terms with it himself, or would he want to get straight back in? What's the the call for a, a third fight after the, the one-sided nature of the second. Obviously, Anthony Joshua very close to, to announcing the, the fight with the mandatory he's got in, uh, in Kubrat Pulev. Um, but, you know, boxing changes, boxing moves quickly. Um, and uh, I, for one, will be looking, um, well, very, very much forward and very strongly and very hopeful that a Joshua Fury fight can be made sooner rather than later. So, uh, yeah, there's lots of phone calls going in. I think uh, you know, Eddie Hearn is, uh, is, is a very interested spectator back in London. And uh, let's see what happens. So uh, let the dust settle. Let's Tyson Fury's night. You know, we shouldn't keep mentioning Anthony Joshua alongside Tyson Fury when it, it's Fury who's, who's, who's done this. You know, Tyson Fury, AJ had his night in Saudi. This is Tyson Fury's night. He was remarkable. He was magnificent. Um, you know, we gave him so much praise after he, he beat uh, Vladimir Klitschko in Germany. Uh, I thought he won the first fight with Deontay Wilder and how he absolutely annihilated him in the second fight. A brave, brave Deontay Wilder who wanted to carry on, who wanted to fight on, was saved 
rightfully so by Jay Dearce in the corner. It's Tyson Fury's night. He's the WBC heavyweight champion. And it is an incredible comeback story. And one British sport should say. Cooking Cassius, IFL TV. How do you feel, mate? It's un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, Tyson went in there tonight as underdog. All, all the greats, let, fuck knows, Lennox Lewis, Evander Olafield, Thomas Hearns, or everyone, only a select amount of people picked Tyson to win the fight. To go in there and just beat him in every aspect, outboxed him, outfought him, outpunched him. How it hearted him, just unbelievable. Listen, the Gypsy King's real and he's the best, the greatest of his era, by far. You no question, there's one thing that I don't want to hear tomorrow, and it, which is coming. It's definitely coming with a lot as well, but they shouldn't do. They give, him, give a man who's near death and come back to be number one in the division without any question, his credit deserves. Don't say Wilder was no good. Don't say Wilder had one punch. Don't say he was a bum. He never had no technique. He was a champion for how long? What was he? Six, seven years? Uh, Since 15? 15, five defenses. years. Ten tile defenses. No, 11. I think this no, this was his 11th defense. 11. Ten successful title yeah. defenses. One behind Muhammad Ali in front of Mike Tyson, Lennox Lewis, Vladimir, no, Vidali Klitschko. Give him the credit he deserves. Tyson Fury's beat a 10-year reigning champion, and now a five-year reigning champion with 10 defences. Give him the credit he deserves. Don't say Wilder wasn't all he was cracked up to be, please. Give a man who suffered mental health near on suicide, come back from 28 stone, the credit he deserves, please. Do you think Wilder will take the third fight? I don't know. Probably for the money, it's a massive fight. Who wouldn't want to see that again, an entertaining fight? You know, even though Tyson was battering him from pillar to post, Wilder was always still in that fight because he's got the equaliser. So, yeah, who, would, who wouldn't want to pay to see the third fight? If Wilder takes it, good luck to it. It's mad because your brother's been saying he was going to knock him out all the way through his build-up. No one believed and everyone him. Everyone was like, he's got is pillars it a bit in of mind fest. games or what? Everyone, whoever had a, pi a picture... What's he doing? No, he's singing, isn't he? He's saying, whoever had an opinion on this fight, he's in the shower. <laughs> Whoever had an opinion in this fight said if they pick Tyson, he's definitely going to win on points. No way in the world can Tyson win by yeah. stoppage or knocking down or even hurt him. Tyson don't punch hard. Tyson's injured. Tyson's this. Tyson's that. Come on. Give the man the credit he deserves. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Hack his hand later? <laughs> Bed, probably. Bed for listen, you. Bed motions for you. run high. But again, only the second man in history to win the Ring magazine twice. Heavyweight division. Mm, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just can't wait for Eddie Hearn's interview. Can you? What? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I don't know. Listen, unbelievable. Think, think Joshua shit himself tonight? Listen, Josh, Josh was a good champion, but 
in my opinion, not biased, I say as it is, Wilder was the only threat out there. Joshua's very good, he's technically really good, but he's very textbook. And for someone textbook with Tyson, can't live with that. Mm. By far, Wilder was way more dangerous than Joshua will ever know how to be. Not saying Joshua's bad or he's no good or whatnot, but a lot more dangerous because Joshua, no, uh, Wilder will throw punches from angles that Joshua would never dream of doing. And they catch him and put the lights out. So Joshua, if it happens, which if Wilder takes a rematch, which I hope he does, um, they'll obviously fight again. And then one more fight's got to be Joshua. I can't see it going anyway, but a Tyson win. A stoppage, 100%. Tyson tonight, 18 stone 10. Not a man at 17, 12 coming in the ring. Not a man low 18s. A man, a strong man, who's ate his vegetables, ate everything he needs to eat in this camp. Does that. Coming off a five fight turnaround. Not coming off a fucking 10 stone loss. Not coming off two spars. Coming off two good fights. A knockout and a good grueling win. And Otto Wallen owns a bit of that tonight because he got the ring rust off Tyson. Yeah. That was the best thing. You wouldn't know it at the time, but it was the best thing to happen to Tyson going through that bit of a war to get every cobwebs off. Mm. And that's what you get when Tyson's on fire. That's what you get when Tyson's on form. I'm ready. Done a proper camp. I just can't wait till the next fight, next camp, for him to work with Sugar Hill. Listen, he's only had seven weeks to try and change his style. Seven weeks. People, not a lot happens in seven weeks. You know, he's only had a certain, I think he's worked on probably three things repetitively over the seven weeks. So let now Tyson go home, have a couple of weeks off, bring Sugar over to the United Kingdom and work on the basics. You know, when Sugar come in the camp, Tyson looked a real novice. He couldn't even throw a jab correctly. Tyson was so upset and frustrated that he was the best in the world and he felt like a novice on the pads with Sugar Hill. So he took him back to the basics, working his jab, working his straights, working his foot movement. And I just can't wait for the future so they get a chance to work on more. Hugh, thank you very much for your time. Congratulations. Boom. And uh, we'll speak to you soon. Good Top man. man. Thank you, mate. Um, was that a perfect game plan, executed perfectly? Uh, it was perfect enough, yeah. You know, Tyson Fury knows that, um, you know, he, he needs to improve on some more things, and uh, that's, what we, that's what he wants to do, and I, I'm more willing to help him, of course. How big a shock does that send around the rest of boxing and the heavyweight division? I mean, 
You tell me. You was watching it. You probably had a better seat than me because I can't see that much in the corner. But the crowd was electrifying. I have to watch it on replay and replay and soak everything in. Uh, everything is just happening right now, and uh, we're all happy. And uh, it's time to relax from all the hard work that was done. The famous story goes when he first came into the gym uh, a long time ago. He oh, said he was, he was going to be the next heavyweight he, champion of the world. He, he fulfilled that, but he's done it again now under your stewardship. How yeah. much does that mean to you? It means a lot for me. It means a lot for, for, for my family name, which is Crunk. Uh, and what Emmanuel started, it still lives, his predictions on uh, things that, uh, that happened that he said 10 years ago, just now happening. I, I don't really know what to say about that. It's amazing for, for him to see things like that and for things to be the, the way they are right now. So this is, this is where it all started at, in the basement of Detroit, on the west side. You came up with a game plan tonight in only seven months together. How much does seven that, weeks. seven weeks, sorry. How much does that show the bond that you have and you built instantly? I don't, I, that would be a question I need to ask you. How much does it show the bond? Stop asking me questions. Yeah, that, no, that's a great question. But I, I wouldn't have that answer. I mean, really, we've been knowing each other, so things aren't uh, things weren't fresh like that. We, we we just had to get, and it just bounced back like that. It didn't take much time. What I, what I what I was teaching is what he wanted. He came to me and said, "I want this. Whatever you got, that's what I want." And that was it. Is he the greatest heavyweight of this generation? Uh, he's very great. He's he's a very good heavyweight for right now. This, the story's not over yet, so I can't comment on that. Legend. But that's what, we, that's what we're going for. Well done. What did you make of it, Adam? I thought it was incredible. I thought it was a stunning performance. Um, I sat up in the crowd tonight, Gig. I really enjoyed it as a fan. I loved the, the ring walk. I thought he was brilliant, the way he mixed up his his natural skills, the size, the strength, the tactics were phenomenal. He broke him he broke him apart and I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was uh, Were you not entertained? <laughs> one of the great displays, one of the great displays of uh, of, uh, of all my time in boxing. He said he was going to do it. He did, no and we didn't believe him. him. No him. <laughs> we all thought it would be him on points or, or, uh, or, or Wilder by knockout. I mean, it was, it was absolutely extraordinary watching it, and um, he deserves so much credit, and um, you know, he was in the shape to do it, he was the right size to do it. He made that difficult decision to, to move away from Ben, who was really close to. He's gone to, to Sugar Hill and, and Andy Lee. They've obviously got him absolutely right and ready, you know, sparring with people like Jordan Thompson in there. And they got him right. And he was phenomenal from, from start to finish. And it's a great story, Coogan. It's a terrific story. And now all the belts are back over Britain. Belts are home. <laughs> Isn't it great? Do you think the world will take the third fight, Adam? Do you know what? I hope, uh, I hope not, because I want to see the, the Joshua Fury fight made as soon as possible. I mean, it's the, the 
the biggest fight out there. It's enormous for Britain, for global boxing. Everybody wants to see it. The two characters, you know, AJ getting his titles back, Tyson Fury proving he's the king. Um, we want to see that. So I would rather not, but it's Deontay Wilder's decision. And we saw what happened with Joshua losing to Ruiz. He evoked the rematch clause and he, he, you know, he, got, he got the result out in Saudi. So Deontay might want to do that. We have to wait and see. Um, but I do want to see the Joshua um, Fury fight happen sooner rather than later. And obviously Kubrat Pulev's about to be announced for the mandatory, but top rank have both of them. So we have to wait and see what Deontay wants to do. But surely it's uh, it's Fury Joshua or Joshua Fury, however you call him. Who cares? Get him in the ring. Adam, just tell him, what did you make of Wilder's performance in there today? You know what? He was just broken apart by um, the bigger, better, classier, stronger man. And you know, I think I think his his ear went, his equilibrium was 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 wrong, his balance was poor. You know, the right hand landed a couple of times. I think in the in the second round and. It didn't have much of an effect, and then round after round, the power just drained. You can't take away from his warrior's heart. You know, he stuck with it, he tried his best. I thought the corner were absolutely right to, to throw the towel in when they did. People around me were saying maybe they could have pulled him out at the end of the sixth round. So, yeah, it was just a... People around me were saying, you know, why why carry on? I mean, he's absolutely being battered here. And that was from up there. So I wasn't close enough here to see up, you know, normally where we would be at ringside. But I just felt that he was, um, he was, you know, there, there was, there's always the right hand with Deontay, but it just didn't look like he had any power left. So I hear Tyson just commending Ben Davidson. I think that's absolutely right. Between Ben Davidson and these guys, they've just done it right. And uh, all credit to Tyson Fury. But, um, you know, Deontay Wilder's been a great champion and he'll be back. He just needs to uh, to you know rest up, and I'm sure we'll see him again. Adam, thank you very much. There's an old adage in boxing, you're only as good as your last fight. Well, let me give you a variation of that adage. You're only as popular as your last fight. And I say this in relation to the undisputed fight, Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury. Because before Fury's incredible performance against Deontay Wilder last night, AJ was still very much the A-side. He's the one who'd filled out Wembley Stadium and the Principality and had broken British pay-per-view uh, records, etc. on a consistent basis for several years. But since that time, he's lost to Andy Ruiz. And of course, the Ruiz rematch did tremendous numbers on Sky Box Office. But AJ doesn't have the faith of the British public the way that he used to. 
And following Tyson Fury's performance last night, I strongly suspect that Fury has won the faith of a lot of people who were previously believers in Anthony Joshua. And as such, Fury might be able to do AJ-type numbers in the UK in subsequent fights. It remains to be seen, of course, but I strongly suspect that. Again, not just because of the fact that he beat Wilder, but the manner in which he did it. I think that's going to win a lot of new fans for him in the UK. And more significantly than that, potentially, is how many fans Tyson Fury has in the United States. Because both Frank Warren and Eddie Hearn have both said that this AJ Fury uh, Fury fight will probably not be in the UK. It's going to be wherever the most money is. And that is either going to be somewhere like the United States or Saudi Arabia, or perhaps a different foreign territory. Now, I said several weeks ago that I thought it was a bit far-fetched to have AJ versus Fury in America, because America is a very insular country. They don't tend to be interested in anything outside of America for the most part. And I found it difficult to conceive of an AJ Fury fight in the United States doing good pay-per-view numbers over there, enough to justify what the fighters would want paying by way of their purses. But the nature of Tyson Fury's victory in the Wilder fight last night, the amount of support he got in the arena, and the reverberations it's going to send around America, not just in the boxing world, but in the world of sport and popular culture, I think Tyson Fury is going to become a massive star in the United States now off the back of that. And therefore, the AJ Fury fight may well be viable in America now, commercially. And if that's the case, then Anthony Joshua is no longer the A-side. Because if they fight in America, Fury's the one who's going to be selling most of the pay-per-views in America. He's got a way bigger profile over there than AJ does. And therefore, he can justifiably ask for the lion's share by way of money. Yeah. Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn might actually have to live up to AJ's slogan and be humble and take the short end of the stick. The only way I think they can argue 50-50 at this stage is if the fight happens in Saudi or some other foreign territory, but certainly if the fight happens in the States, that's got to be a lion's share for Tyson Fury. I mean, perhaps even if the fight happened in the UK, I know it seems unlikely that it would happen in the UK right now, but perhaps if the fight happened in the UK, even then, could we say AJ's 50-50? Maybe, but let's say they can't get the deal done for the undisputed fight. Tyson Fury goes off and fights Dylan White, AJ goes off and fights Pulev, Usyk, etc. What if Tyson Fury then pulls in way higher numbers for his fight against Dylan White, his mandatory, than AJ pulls in against Pulev or Usyk? What then? Then Tyson Fury might go back to AJ later on in the year and say, okay, I'm going to offer you even less. Now, you should have taken the 40% when I offered it to you. Now you ain't even going to get 40%. Now you're going to get 30 I think that Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua are going to need to humble themselves here 
and realize that sometimes you got to make short-term sacrifices for long-term gains. Sometimes it's not about, or not just about the money, it's about the opportunity. Because if AJ beats Tyson Fury, becomes undisputed, we're now talking about Hall of Fame level. That's where AJ would be. That's the opportunity he should be striving to try and get. For Tyson Fury right now, he's in the driving seat as far as I'm concerned. The momentum is with him. Again, it's not just about what he's sold in the past by way of pay-per-views and uh, tickets. It's the fact that he is perceived to be the best heavyweight in the world right now. I would say maybe by the majority of boxing fans in the world. And he's got a strong fan base in America, a strengthening fan base in the UK. Whereas with AJ, a lot of people who were diehard AJ fans before, yeah, he managed to appease them a bit by winning his belts back against Ruiz, but he didn't do it in a fashion which gives people a tremendous amount of confidence in him. So that's why I say the momentum is with Tyson Fury. So if AJ in particular, more so than Hearn, because Hearn is just a money man, right? He's just a promoter. He's just after the money. But for Anthony Joshua, if he really cares about legacy, he needs to humble himself and go into the negotiation with Fury with a view to just getting a fight done. Obviously, he can't allow himself to get bent over completely. But if Fury tells him, look, we're going to fight in the States and it's going to be 60-40 to me, I think AJ should take that. Because the opportunity is even more valuable than the immediate payday. Because if he was to win that, his paydays are going to go so crazy, it's going to blow his mind. And he's already had crazy paydays already, right? So yeah, that's what I think about the undisputed situation. Now, of course, there's also the issue of networks. AJ signed to Sky in the UK. Tyson Fury signed to BT. They could do a cross-network collaboration the way Fox and ESPN did for this Wilder Fury rematch. But in the United States, that's where it's more problematic, particularly if they fight over there. Because in the US, you've got uh, Tyson Fury on ESPN and they do pay-per-view and they charge, I think, $80. They, I believe they charged $80 for this fight. Correct me if I'm wrong, the uh, Wilder Fury rematch. Then you've got AJ on DAZN and DAZN only charged $20 a month. So you can't do a cross-network fight for Fury versus AJ in America at this stage because everybody's just going to get it on DAZN. Nobody's going to get it on ESPN. Yeah, the zone charging 20 for a month, ESPN 80 for a night. So they'd have to work something out there. If the fight didn't take place in America, then maybe it wouldn't matter so much. But if it's taking place in America, that's going to be a big stumbling block. Now, Eddie Hearn did say in the past that the zone can do pay-per-view. He said that they won't and they're not planning to, but theoretically they can do it. So maybe for that fight, that would be a way of solving that issue of just doing a pay-per-view on the night so that they can do the fight on both networks. Or the other possibility is that AJ leaves the zone for a night 
and fights on ESPN. Again, DAZN are going to have to see it as a necessary risk. Because if AJ comes back with that WBC belt to add to his three existing belts, then it was worth allowing him to go over there and fight on ESPN, you know? So they're going to have to take that risk. And to my knowledge, AJ doesn't have a long-term contract with the zone, but I think they have first refusal on his fights. Correct me if I'm wrong, which means, you know, they get to decide if they want to put his next fight on their network or they can pass it up if they choose. So will they say, you know what, go ahead and fight on ESPN and we'll see you on the other side? Or will they try and block it and say, no, 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 we're not going to allow AJ to go over there and fight on ESPN. We want him to fight here on zone, no matter what. We want to make sure that the Fury fight happens here, not there. I hope that don't happen. Hopefully not. And it might sour AJ's relationship with the zone if they were blocking the fight in that way. But again, Eddie Hearn has said that AJ can go and fight on other networks. So we'll see. But I'll leave you with that, people. If this fight is in the United States, and look, again, just to reiterate, for me, it was far-fetched to have AJ versus Fury in America. But that was before this performance Fury put on against Wilder. I think this is going to catapult his commercial value in America through the roof, Tyson Fury, that performance against Wilder. And therefore, maybe now it is commercially viable to have Fury versus AJ in America. And as such, if the fight happens there, you got to say Fury's the A-side and deserves the bulk of the money if that's where the bulk of the money is coming from. Obviously, they're going to get UK pay-per-view, but the American side of things, you have to say Fury's going to deserve more. It is what it is. It's not about how many belts you've got. It's about how many pay-per-views you can sell. Because I've already seen some people say, well, yeah, AJ deserves... 50-50 or more money because he's got more belts. Well, it's not about belts. It's about how many pay-per-views you sell and how many tickets you sell. How many people are willing to pay to watch you fight? That's the bottom line. You could have no belts at all, right? When Mayweather was the pay-per-view king, he would come out of retirement with no belt and he would get paid way more than the guy he was fighting that had a belt. He did that consistently because he was the ticket seller, not the other guy. So it's not about belts, okay? It's not about necessarily what you morally deserve. It's just about your commercial value. How many people are willing to pay to watch you fight? And in America, a lot more people, I have to imagine, are willing to pay to watch Tyson Fury fight than are willing to pay to watch AJ fight. So AJ better hope that he can somehow entice Tyson Fury to Saudi Arabia. Tyson Fury had said before that he wouldn't fight in Saudi. It would have to be in America. If they can somehow entice Fury to fight in Saudi, then maybe AJ can get his 50-50. You know, split it 50-50 in the UK, split the upfront site fee. The Saudis will pay 50-50 down the middle. But, you know, we'll see. Anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's Hatman I'm out. Hatman merch is now available. We got t-shirts, vests, hoodies, and more. Just click the link below. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics, as well as live stream Q&A sessions. Take a look on screen right now. 
at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just $3 a month, the equivalent of about £2 a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalogue of past podcasts, including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. You can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the Patreon app from the Google Play Store or the App Store for free. The Patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in MP3. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content. It's easy to sign up, there's no contract, and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on Patreon today.